Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. Standing six foot two, 285 pounds from the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island. It's Johnny G. All you gotta do is trust me, Jackson Maine. Joining me in the High and Mighty studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabrist, who is a dog, but he is currently hanging out with my wife, who is WFH in the living room. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios. Holy shit, it was embarrassing to do this intro in front of a New York Times contributor. We got Jamel Bowie. I was I was half expecting some sort of like, you know, morning time sound effects like honk, honk, you know, <laughs> sort of like that, you know? As someone Truck who grew up on by. talk radio, I definitely bring that element to podcasting as a, a ch- I, I grew up in a house where Howard Stern, Opie and Anthony Imus and Mike and the Mad Dog were played all day long because my dad worked evenings. So the mornings were just sports and talk radio blasting throughout the house. You uh, pick up some awful habits, they say. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a not I had a, I had a similar childhood, but just sort of different people. You know, I guess that's like that's like white uh, uh, daytime radio, and I grew up yeah. with like the Tom Joyner morning show. Yes, so. yes. White New York radio is, I guess, what I uh, I was growing up on. 660 and uh, K-Rock and uh, 104.3, whatever they all were. Um, Jamal, you're someone I know. One of the many, th- like, you're a polymath. You got tons of shit that you're uh, versed in, that you're into. One of the things that I've heard you talk about at and write and seen you write about online is breakfast cereal. And this is something I, too, am obsessed with is uh, breakfast. And this is not for the listeners. Don't worry. This is not an extended Magic Spoon Spawn Con episode. <laughs> <laughs> I am a fan of their cereal. You heard it in the ads. But now we'll be talking about all kinds of cereal, the cereal I grew up on. In hindsight, the fact that you were trying to go to school after having like 55 grams of sugar, like first thing in the morning is like, I just need a shoebox full of fruity pebbles and I'm ready to go to school. It's like in hindsight, we were really doing ourselves a disservice. 
Now I have I have two kids, and my oldest uh, is probably like approaching serial age, uh, <laughs> and it's it's jo- genuinely insane to me to think that my parents would let me sort of shovel Frosted Flakes into my face at like seven years old. I have <laughs> firm memories of being of my parents dropping me off at the before school school program at my elementary school with sort of like a packet of Pop-Tarts and a Yoo-Hoo. And it's like, <laughs> I love my parents. They love me very much, but that's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, or like when I was playing, like the way you ate when we were kids was just, I, when I played football, my mom would be like, and here's an extra dollar to get something from the vending machine before football practice so you have the energy. And it's like, great, I'll have a Snickers bar and then hit the field. Like it was just <laughs> such a... It was, uh, the. The serial, you just saying the expression serial age is really funny because it seems like such a kid thing. But then when you like now with more what we know about nutrition, we're like, that is something that like you need to like, that's like soda almost at this point. You're right, like, right. let me I prep mean, you I mean, on. For, <laughs> Sorry, go. <laughs> you know, for kids younger than 10, I feel like refined sugar is cocaine. You just got to, you got to, <laughs> ideally, you can delay the introduction as much as possible uh, and then, you know, make sure they aren't on the streets trying to get it from themselves. Kids under 10, uh, refined sugar is cocaine, which means they can only really do it at bachelor parties. <laughs> Just like a once every six months type of serial situation. That's all. <laughs> a roller skating rink, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to fuck. Uh I grew up, my family was poor and we were, I was one of three big boys. So we always had like bagged knockoff cereal in our houses, like truly roastable cereals, like, you know, like uh, smacky O's. And it was just like a big nondescript bag with like a brutally drawn lizard or some shit. And you're like, oh, no one else has cereal like this. So my real cereal eating came in college when I started buying my own groceries, like soft, well, earlier when you were just like, ooh, what can I have in my school fridge? It's like, oh, milk. And then I can have a huge box of uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which I think is like S-tier cereal, like one of my favorite cereals of all time. And I would just have Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And then as you, like, as I got, I was like, oh, you know, I graduated college, moved to Brooklyn, and I was like eating Kashi Goline Crunch in the morning because I was like, I need healthy, but I still needed cereal for some reason. But I was like, it's got to be healthy cereal before I go PA for the day. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's funny. I because I, I have a similar thing, sort of like I didn't know what breakfast it's sort of like breakfast was either, you know, on in the weekends, like scrambled eggs and like pancakes, ruffles or something, and or it was cold cereal in the mornings on a weekday. And it took me until I was like in my mid-20s to figure out that sort of like, no, I could I could eat other things. There's like uh, there's a there's a whole range of foods I can eat that won't, you know, put me in sort of like a mild diabetic coma by 9 a.m. <laughs> I'm sure listeners of this pod are so tired of he, me unpacking how approaching 40 has ruined my enjoyment of all of my favorite foods. But in re- as someone who's like had to like pretty much limit beer and gluten and all the fun stuff he grew up uh, loving, cereal is one of those things, too. One of the first things to go out the window when you start trying to like it's like, oh, you can have fruit in the morning instead of cereal. And if you want right, a kick exactly. of sugar and you're like, oh, fruit, oh, yogurt, oh, oatmeal. You're like, this is not as fun as peanut butter Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> right. So th- this is why I'm sort of so I'm glad that uh, I somehow, you know, managed to con 
uh, serious eats into uh, paying me to do these sort of monthly serial videos, <laughs> uh, which I guess I've been doing for almost a year now. Um, because I'm never going to eat this stuff. I'm never going to like go to the grocery store and buy it for myself to eat. And for as long as possible, I'm going to try not to buy it for my kids. Uh, and so, you know, I can, I can actually, now they just ship me stuff. And this is, this has made it worse because I can be like, Hey, this looks insane. Can you find me a box? Of yeah. It? And it's not and in my local market. Me? So can you, right, right. yeah. And it's like, great. This is only in the Northwest. We'll get it to you. That's rad, the, dude. <laughs> the, the surgeon general has made this illegal in the United <laughs> yeah. States. It has like so, all the big, like European smoking labels, like on the cereal, <laughs> <laughs> like, diabetic coma adjacent. You're like, Whoa, <laughs> I have a, I have a box of Kellogg's brand Krispy Kreme cereal only sold in Mexico. Um, uh, like Krispy edition. Kreme, the donut brand, like Krispy Kreme, the donut brand, and the two next to sort of the the label for the 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 item, the two most prominent labels say in Spanish, excessive calories, excessive sugar, sort of just big red warning labels, like <laughs> do not eat this. But that is something like. When when we were younger, my parents even were like, just eat cereal and be healthy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's like what it's like, even if it's rainbow colored, smells like uh, potpourri and you're adding <laughs> you're adding like vitamin D enriched whole milk from the fucking big gallon jug. Uh, we cereal was um, as be, I, I previously mentioned, one of three boys. Uh, cereal was like one of the foods alongside like Cheez-Its or chips or something that really didn't last like when my like if my mom uh the rare occasion that she went grocery shopping and brought home stuff it would be like me and my brothers just like wait like if you ever see those videos on like the dodo or whatever where they pour out a bunch of food and like all the dogs <laughs> at the shelter come running out and going fucking crazy like that would be my mom like unloading the grocery we'd be helping her quote unquote but in the middle of it ripping open she's like not like that like we'd open the boxes wrong rip the bag all the way down the middle and start just making big bowls of shit and like <laughs> Like the three of us could go through like a box of cereal in like three mornings and she'd be like slow down and we're like we used to not be allowed to have cereal off breakfast time because it's like no i need this to let i need something to know you can make for yourself in the morning stop eating cereal at night but i've right, right, in my right. adulthood have become a night cereal guy i gotta if i'm oh, yeah what do, you, what do you what do you what do you eat at night my my nighttime cereal has become like my bowl of ice cream like uh, post dinner if i if i'm still or if I get stoned again, or I'm still a little hungry and craving something sweet, we always have a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch on top of the fridge. And also some Magic Spoons. And Cinnamon Toast Crunch is like the real treat. The Magic Spoon is like my <laughs> fake treat that I'm like a health nut. But then every once in a while, it's like I rip, grip and rip that CTC. No, I mean, you called it an S-tier cereal, and it really is. It is just the best. I don't know. Like I've, I've probably had like three or four cinnamon-flavored cereals in these like um, – reviews and for all of them it's sort of like is this anywhere as good as a cinnamon toast crunch which just hits every single note for like let's, what you want out of a cereal let's unpack ctc for a second because it really is and sort of universally it's not like you and i by saying this would polarize uh, i think a lot some people will be like no it's blank another great classic or then there's the small community of people who are like no it's actually booberry all marshmallow uh the halloween edition from 2014 is actually the best cereal and then there are people who are like fuck yeah ctc and 
CTC's got got great flavor. I think the power of it is exactly how mushy it gets. It like starts so crispy and can get so mushy, and that allows your bowl to have like fourteen textures in it by the time you finish one bowl of cereal. It doesn't feel like mush. It starts a little cr- crunchy, a little ma- uh, roof of your mouth uh, carving up, and then it just slowly until the the last spoon is pretty much like uh, cinnamon, uh, gluten, milk sludge. And I think that's part of the power of CTC is that the meal, uh, a bowl of it, is like uh, a sensory experience in a way. Right. I mean, so much of the pleasure of eating cereal is is just the crunch. It, it's a, it's a it's a very like sensory uh, like experience. And you're right. Yeah. I think cinnamon toast crunch from the from the opening crunches to sort of the 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 end of the bowl, um, the whole you know five minutes you're eating it. It's just like it's <laughs> pleasurable the whole time. <laughs> that, that's funny you say that because it is true. We're talking about these like romantic cereal eating experiences, but you cannot take more than five minutes to eat a bowl of cereal or else you just eventually get to where you have like uh sugar spackle at the bottom where the milk is just soaked <laughs> enough into. Uh, I find another classic favorite that I like for very similar reasons is raisin bran. Low key comes across as healthy, but it's frosted flakes with frosted raisins inside of it. So, uh, but I find raisin bran does the same thing too, where it eventually gets to like paste that is also delicious, but starts crunchy and, and the raisins add like a, a third, like another type of texture that not a lot I mean, of cereals <clears throat> have. When I, re- I remember when Raisin Bran Crunch came down that this was like, I, I distinctly remember when this was debuted and there were commercials for it. And this is sort of the great thing about Raisin Bran Crunch, which is that the addition of the crunch, like, I, I guess they just sort of coat the, the bran flakes with even more shit on them. Yeah, but the they, get like, of the- they get like the lesions or whatever, like the crunchy yeah. lesions where it's like now there's random pieces of honey and nuts stuck to it. Yeah, right. Uh, but it, it slows that process so you can sort of like have like a crunchy bite at the very end. It's really it's like a really great cereal. And you're right that it somehow masquerades as a health food because you look at this, the sugar on that shit and it's just sort of like 40 grams. <laughs> it's like, let me check the sugar on this weird skull emoji. What can that mean? <laughs> <laughs> So what are what are some other cereals for you that sit at this top tier? I accidentally mentioned one that is low key one of my favorites, and that's Honey Bunches of Oats. There's something yeah. about that flavor, like the Honey Nut Cheerio flavor profile. I'm a I'm a big fan of that version of sweet. Like I don't love super sweet, but in the cinnamon world, like my sweetness, I love it in barbecue sauce. I love it in uh, cinnamony or date-esque, like the brown sugar flavoring I dig more than a lot of other. So Honey Bunches of Oats, I find, hits that for me where it's like, and again, I'm now noticing this myself, the patterns of that's a very much a texture uh, oriented where it's like yeah. some bites are like, oh, I broke through a piece of crystal and some bites are just like, <laughs> yum, I think that was mostly milk. Yeah. Um, no, I love I love Honey Bunches of Oats, too. It's like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Honey Bunches of Oats. I'm a big fan of um, Honey Nut Checks, which is Ooh. sort of like it stays really crunchy all the way through. 
Um, oh, and you just made me think of Life Cereal, something I haven't thought of in a long time. But Life was a was a good one as a kid too, because it it was another one that your mom was okay, my mom was okay with buying because it seemed healthy. It's like, oh, it's called Life. Right, right. I could give it to my kids, and it's like, wow, they really like this health cereal. Like, <laughs> yeah, mom, <laughs> we're eating dry Life because it's healthy. No, it tastes fucking great. I <laughs> um, think uh, Cocoa Krispies, which I've always really liked. Hell, uh, hell, yeah, Cocoa Krispies. And I feel like the, the the key to Cocoa Krispies is just like you have to load up the bowl with cereal and just sort of like put like half as much milk as you need, so you just have like for me it was just sort of like half eating dry, half eating you know wet cereal, and then at the <laughs> end it's just like a sludge of chocolate milk. Oh yeah. I tell you, cereal chocolate milk hits a little different than any other chocolate milk. Like that lat, even I love the cinnamony milk at the end of like a cinnamon toast. Cr- like that's such a special treat that as you're walking over to the sink to dump it off, you're just like, ooh, one last horchata shot before I go for the day. <laughs> and it's yeah, fuck- that's what that's totally what it is, isn't it? It's just like it's it's a it's a horchata, yeah. It's yeah, it's horchata adjacent, cinnamony, sugary, milky. It it works for that reason. Shit, I haven't thought of cocoa crispies in a in a long time. Uh cookie crisp was one that I always wanted to be like that that was a cereal that was sold as a breakfast option, but it was it eliminated all the subtext and all the coyness <laughs> around cereal. It's like, it's fucking cookies, pour it in a bowl and eat it. It's like, hey, would you give your kid a sleeve of Oreos for breakfast? No, but would you give him Kauki Crisp? Uh, not to mention, and I just showed my ass there a little bit, but these commercials are burned into my fucking oh, head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, all um, different colors, all different mascots, all different. Like, I remember being a kid and being like, I can't fucking keep track of stuff in school, but I know who's, I know the differences between Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Like, I can tell who's who, and I can't tell you who the fucking, you know, uh, third president was or whatever. <laughs> um, well, I, I grew up in Virginia, so you're, like, legally required to know the first eight who are all Virginians, or most of them are. <laughs> Um, they won't. They won't let you like leave first grade if you can't name those guys. Um, <laughs> I'm from Long but, Island. Uh, we mostly learned about Billy Joel. We didn't even get to presidents. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was about about uh, cooking, Chris. I always, even as a kid, I feel like I always admired sort of like the give no fucks attitude of, I guess, the General Mills Corporation when they were just like, what what are kids like? They like they like uh, they like they cookies. Let's let's shovel some cookies in those pigs' faces. Um, Give your fat kids this cereal; they'll love it. Those little dumpers. It's like, hey, General, uh, you're dishonorably discharged. Like you don't give a shit about your kids, and we don't either. <laughs> yeah, none of us do. Ruin their lives. They got to go to school for nine hours. They're up earlier than their circadian rhythms want them to be. Fill them up with sugar, and then we'll, that'll get them to three. And uh, that that'll get them to noon, where they can eat chicken nuggets and white bread. And that'll get them to the <laughs> end of the day, where they can have yoo-hoo and chips after school. And then a sensible dinner of frozen vegetables, pasta, whatever the fuck my family was serving. Uh, Cookie crisp. Sort of in my mind, when you're young, when you're really young, and you have those friends that have those cool cereals, you're like, we. we I talk about this a lot. Like my generation, our generation. Like when you were younger, it'd be like, 
oh, Ron's mom lets him get pizza on Fridays. It's like, we got to oh, yeah. get to Ron's yeah. house on Friday. My mom doesn't let me have pizza. Yo, they have full-size Snicker bars at their house, and they just like give them like, shit like that. When you're a kid and your friend has cookie crisp at his house, you're like, fuck, yes, this guy can live his dream. And then when you're like 14, you're like, it's really sad that they keep giving Ron cookie crisp. <laughs> like, you like kind of learn eventually that that's bad parenting. Like Even as a teen, you're like, oh, I don't know if you're supposed to give your kid pizza every Friday. Like I love that hump you go over where the Richie Rich lifestyle ends, and you're like, I, even as a teen, think this is bad for me in the long run. <laughs> You know, I, I that just has me thinking about how I had I had friends whose parents like my parents would never they might have like you know gave a cereal for breakfast, but they would never have like little Debbie snacks around. But I had friends whose parents would have like you know peanut butter bars or uh, oatmeal cream pies, especially just like oh. in the pantry. And that would always <laughs> it was always sort of like yo, I'm gonna go to Tom's house to do homework. I don't know. I guess I'm mostly just gonna eat oatmeal cream pies until I throw up. Yeah, I had one rich friend in uh, uh, junior high, and because he played D&D, he had us three poor D&D playing nerds over every weekend, and he was like spoiled rotten. He'd be like, Mom, I want pizza for the for when the, we play D&D, and it'd be like pizza, and we would all be like, that's so fucked up that he talks to his mom like that, but <laughs> holy shit, we get pizza? Like, it was such a fucking... You would, you, and in hindsight, the kid was such a pain in the ass and sort of actually annoying to be around. But when you're a kid and he has Killer Instinct 64, the day it right. came out, you're like, okay, whatever you say, boss me around, twist my arm, have your older brother beat me up. I guess that's the life I'm going to live just to get some pizza some kill and oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, 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 I remember sort of like a couple of friends like that who's sort of like, oh, Hey, Ross's mom gave him a computer and they can play Command and Conquer Red Alert whenever he wants. Dude, Command and Conquer Red Alert was huge. To play a real-time strategy game with friends is like standing where you're like, all right, my turn. Get up from the chair. Get up from the chair. And just <laughs> sitting at your like friend's mom's work computer, absolutely like uh, overclocking the fucking <laughs> RAM and shit. You just it's like whirring on the compact presario, and you're just like, oh, Command and Conquer, what? Who you want me to kill? Like, I love that fucking game so much. That took up such a huge chunk of, like, my sixth and seventh grade hang sessions. Right, yeah. No, it, was, it was sort of Ross. Like, Ross's parents, I guess, like, they let him have a computer. So we would play Commanding Conquer Alert. He had a PlayStation 2. Or I guess this would have been a couple years later. He had a PlayStation 2, like, right when it came out. Uh, um, so he just, like, had everything. I don't know. There's, like, uh, where there was a period of time in your life when, like, people always say like money can't buy happiness or status or whatever. But like, if you're in junior high and your parents get you the system that nobody else has, you get friends. You do right, like, right. like you instantly are like, yeah, I guess I'm going to go to JP's house. Cause he has <laughs> uh Jaguar and it's supposed to be pretty cool, you know? And it's like, fuck, but he's so weird, but you just do it. Anyway. It's like, congrats. Congratulations. You're the coolest kid in school. Yeah. I mean, that's how, <laughs> that's how it works. Sorry, I've never spoken to you until today when I see that you are thumbing through a Nintendo Power magazine. And I'm curious, what game system do you have? Ah, yes, I'll be right over. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I, I think I can ride my bike to your house. Let me just ask my mom. I'll see you soon. Okay, cool. Like, And then you're kind of, the status is fucked up when you go to a kid's house like that, that you're sort of using for the system. And, and they're like, 
my mom says we have to walk the dog and you're like uh can we just play more playstation instead like i don't want to be your friend i want to use this toy uh did you ever have the experience of like going to the mall specifically to like go to gamestop and like play demos dude we had I, I'm from Long Island, very mall culture uh, heavy, and I'm also a child of the 80s and 90s. Um, I, I would get dropped off at the mall for four hours and GameStop would be a big chunk of my time. The actual arcade would be a big chunk of my time. And then wandering through Sam Goody, uh, just being like, if I had any money, I'd buy this album. Like just imagining owning music and being like, it'd be so cool to put this on. But fucking game demos at GameStop like my mom would be like if it was like I was with my mom and brother she'd be like all right I'm going to Lane Bryant across you guys are going to be right here it's like yeah she'd come back and be like all right it's time to leave we'd be like no go to another store hold on we're almost done with level <laughs> one of metal slug or whatever um no it's there's so 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 much stuff I'm just like I was thinking back to so I, I grew up in Virginia Beach Virginia my parents were in the military and there is um, military bases of something called na- exchanges, uh, which are basically just sort of like malls for the military. But all the stuff was like 10% cheaper. Uh, so my parents like dropped me off. Like they would go shopping for whatever at the exchange. They would drop me off. And so either I would like find the uh, electronic section and spend all my time playing like a Star Fox 64 demo or whatever. Uh, yeah. with the rumble pack <laughs> or i would flip through like the barrel CD roll section. barrel roll right. <laughs> just it's coming back to me as you said it. uh i would flip through the cd section like looking for stuff to buy on the very on very rare occasions like after you know if maybe i had a good report card or whatever my parents would give me 15 dollars to buy a cd and so this is how i just began began accumulating both like stuff that seems normal for like a 12 year old right like a weezer record hell yeah you know a coolio <laughs> record or whatever but then also sort of like a jamiroquai record i don't know it seemed like it was cool <laughs> yeah well the MTV would fuck you up with that shit and like show you one music video that was pretty cool and the song was okay and you'd be like, I now know the name Jamiroquai and then you see the Jamiroquai album and you're like, that's the guys with the treadmill music video and then you buy it and you're like listening to it and you're like, oh, I guess like you like learn about one hit wonders. I'm, maybe I'm sure there are a ton of Jamiroquai fans who are going to gas me up now, but the <laughs> the idea that like... I would be so fooled by I'd be like, oh, yeah, I love that song by Cracker, like low. It's like uh, buy the album. And you're like, I can't believe there are other songs on this. Fuck this. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, so there's that experience, right? Yeah. You, you hear you hear like, I don't know, like semi charmed life on MTV. And you're like, I got to buy that semi semi sonic, that semi sonic record. Um, but then there's the other the flip side of this is that sometimes you would hear stuff like I remember being up really late one night, sort of been like around 2013, uh, watching MTV and seeing the video for uh, uh, at the drive-ins one arm scissor and just being like, <laughs> I, I don't understand how music can sound like that. And it completely just like warping my brain and like, you know, changing my life. So that was like the other, the other side of it is that occasionally, very occasionally you would hear something that's like, Oh, this is what this is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. I that when 
or or it's like slightly more adult. I remember seeing the Beavis and Butthead thing and then uh, Beavis and Butthead episode where they watched the music video for Detachable Penis, an actual <laughs> song. And then me and I remember this song. Yeah, me and my friends uh, just being upset. And also one time someone bought like like a uh, we were into big beat in like junior high, like Chemical Brothers and Fat Boy Slim and Orbital. Propeller heads. Yeah, we were listening to all that stuff and we bought some like comp album. And on it was like a song called like Jesus Cunt or something. And we could not get over it. Like it wasn't a good song at all, but we were obsessed with it. And it was like, it felt like we were listening to like the thing that would like undo society more or less. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're all busy people here, right? You're busy, I'm busy, so let's stop thinking about what to wear and just embrace the radically efficient Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. The Daily Wear System is a selection of clothes rooted in smart design made with performance fabrics and built to work together. From breathable tees and polos to stylish button-ups and shorts, underwear and beyond, Mack Weldon makes it easy for you to dress for work, leisure, and play, or wherever your summer takes you, or your fall depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, I guess it's fall now. So I cannot tell you enough how much I love Mack Weldon underwear. I just put in another order. I like to, you know, throw out a bunch of underwear. Mack Weldon underwear lasts, but I live in such a rich cultural world. And because of my connections with Mack Weldon, I get to get fresh underwear like every year, every 18 months. It rules. And I'm a big fan of their underwear because... It fits my weird frame. It doesn't bunch. I can work out in them. I can hike in them. I can go to work in them, and it doesn't mess me up. So, and Mack Weldon designs their clothes to work together. My uh, in-laws visited uh, pretty recently, and my step, my wife's stepfather was rocked in head-to-toe Mack Weldon, and I was like, did you use promo code MIGHTY? And he's like, oh, you know I did. So he got, uh, he had the Ace sweatshirts on. He wore uh, their silver knit polo and their radius shorts, like the high-tech, easily packable combo. It works for him. And it'll work for you, too. So buy some time this summer with the Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash Hi, H-I-G-H, and enter promo code HIGH, H-I-G-H. Better call my father-in-law and remind him that the promo code is HIGH. That's Mac Weldon, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com slash HIGH. Promo code HIGH for 20% off. Mac Weldon, radically efficient wardrobing. Jumping back to uh, breakfast cereals for a second. The... None of the ones you and I listed were the marshmallow brand, which I feel like is a subgenre of cereal that people seem to go apeshit for, but it never really hit for me. Like in your Lucky Charms and your Boo Berries and your, uh, or your Frankenberries, whatever they all, they're all the same, right? Count Choculas. They're sort of like, they have the little dehydrated marshmallows, like a Swiss Miss packet thrown in there for when the milk gets added to them. That shit, I mean, we're we're talking <laughs> breakfast cereals are cookies with marshmallows in them. That's pretty uh, enough. That's pretty weird. But they never hit for me really. I, I I think I it it felt too even then like when you would pop one of the dry marshmallows in your mouth, you'd be like it felt like a diner candy or something. You know, it was like not the flavor you wanted of a marshmallow, and it was like ew, this little red. Do you remember when Lucky Charms added red balloons like? 
Yes. I remember yes. a marketing campaign where they're talking about adding red balloons, marshmallows. And I remember it being like a huge thing that was discussed by me and my brothers. We watch, And in hindsight, it's like, what the fuck? That commercial worked on me so well. It was like, we're just adding another. It does a red balloon. I don't even know if that's a, a lucky charm. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't look any different than the other marshmallows once they're all in there. It was such a weird experience to rem- like to be like, finally, now, now they're complete with a red balloon. You, you, you'll find marshmallows a lot in sort of the novelty cereals because I guess they sort of just add to the effect. Like I tried... Um, for one of these videos, I tried the Space Jam, a new legacy cereal, uh, which is somehow worse than the movie. Uh, but but it, it, it's sort of like, you know, purple basketball things like, you know, berry cereal and then orange basketball marshmallows. And I guess the thinking is that this will make the whole thing a bit more palatable, but it never it never works. So it's sort of. um I ate this uh, for the for the videos. I ate this this strawberry flavored s- cereal that was themed after Jojo Siwa, who is like some <laughs> Disney Channel. Disney I Channel. Know who she, I know who she is. She's like a a teen star who's like out and uh, out and gay and proud now too. Like is that? Yeah, more? which is cool. Yeah. That's like yeah. really. I'm really glad that the teens uh, have that. But also, uh, the cereal tastes like shit. <laughs> and uh, but it was it was lots of marshmallows in that too. Just for they just toss marshmallows in now, just to kind of make these things seem Ugh. more interesting than they are. But they're all super gross. Yeah, they they gotta like when you get to that level of like, look, we're on talks with JoJo's people. She wants to do a cereal. It's like we have we have this run of pink uh, marshmallows. It's like perfect. We'll build something around that. I believe it's called Strawberry Bop. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yep, Jojo Siwa's Strawberry Bop. <laughs> that the the pictures of it look disgusting. It looks like Circus Peanuts, the cereal, like hot pink Circus Peanuts. It does not look appealing whatsoever. <laughs> so, so I had a I had a box of this on our counter because I I did actually just done the review. So I hadn't put everything away yet. My wife came home with our kids, and she looks over and just like gives me this look of just complete kind of like disgust slash like. You know, we've been married for 11 years and you didn't tell me that this would be a thing. Um, and uh, but my son, he saw it and he's like, is that for me? And I was like, no, absolutely not. And he had like had a, he had like a tantrum because he was like, I want it. It's like, no, you, we, you cannot. I would be they would call you know, child protective services if I let you eat this. And so, what's crazy is that all the packaging, the uh, celebrity endorsement, the flavoring, the colors are all designed to appeal to your son. And you're going, those are for dad. Those are, that's grown up cereal. You're like, the JoJo Siwa strawberry bop, that's only for grown ups. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I feel better if you like got into like my stash or something. Yeah, right. It'd be like, cereal. now this weed gummy is for grown ups. And that's complete. I'm less embarrassed that I have this. <laughs> Uh, that reminds me of being an older brother and and having to tell uh, my youngest brother that so frequently candy I wanted and didn't want to share was vitamins or medicine. Those are always the go-to of like, actually, this is my medicine. Your mom says you can't have this. It's my medicine. And it's like I'm just eating Necco wafers or whatever the bullshit candy we had was. Oh. It's funny. I, I sort of never – I have not gotten – like I guess I, I never thought to like lie to – 
to the my toddler. And so I just sort of whenever he, there's something he can't have, I just sort of like tell him why exactly. And I'm not even sure he understands, but whatever. The one time I did like lie to him about something, I had made uh, a pound cake and he had asked for some. And I was like, you can't have any. I didn't say that. He said, can I have some pound cake? And I looked at him dead in the eye and said, we don't have any pound cake. And he looked up, looked over at the counter, found like the foil wrapped pound cake and pointed at it. And it was like, <laughs> it's over there. Serves well, me right, father, buddy. I believe this <laughs> might be pound cake. You're like, no. <laughs> Serves me right. He'll remember this for the rest of his life and put me in a home. Yeah, well, you lied to me, Pop. And now I can have all the pound cake I want. <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of lying to kids, I was visiting my family. And my bro- my my uh, nephew goes to open a door to- that has like the uh, hot water heater and like some ele- and in the basement. And my brother, who's the dad, goes, "No, don't go in there." He goes, and then my nephew turns. He goes. Cause I'll have to go to the hospital. And my brother's like, looks at me. He's like, uh, yeah. And then we were later on. I'm like, what was that a hospital thing about? He goes, they seem to think that the worst thing that can happen to them is to go to the hospital. So we like have to use that, like more so than like, you'll break your leg. They're like, we'll have to take you to the hospital. So, so much stuff is hospital related in their house where it's like, don't drink that. Like to like an older brother going to the little brother. Don't drink that. I, you have to go to the hospital. Like it's like, it that seems like funny. such a fun and then eventually it'll be like we have to take you to the hospital because you need knee surgery or whatever and he's gonna have a fucking meltdown <laughs> be like no 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 <laughs> we actually sometimes are it's okay to go to the hospital <laughs> um speaking of speaking of going to the hospital what size cereal are you fucking with are you doing i mean i i know you're doing it for work if you're doing a regular thing you can't binge binge but I'm not going to lie. I, I definitely have never want to look at the serving size. Like, I'll be like, oh, weird. I just bought this family size CTC and it's done. And, and it's like, oh, because I'm using like salad bowls to make like a huge bowl of cereal. But also, you know, I, I have this scale for like weighing coffee being like just like general purpose scale for, for weighing cooking. coffee. You're listening to DEA. Yeah. It's for coffee. For, OK, not no, 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 you got to weigh the bean to free grind them. <laughs> um, uh, but. I remember, I remember having a box of cinnamon toast crunch and deciding I would just eat a serving, like what, whatever a serving was. So I grabbed a normal size cereal bowl, like nothing crazy, set it down, weigh you know seventy grams, and I look at it, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> it's like a handful. You just pop it on, like while you right. Walk, it's like right? I, 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 this is like a snack hand full of cereal. <laughs> so yeah, when you when when you're like, this is why I can't buy it anymore for myself just to have because like I'm gonna want. You know, a full bowl of cereal with, you know, oat milk or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I and make it. Uh, yeah, I'm realizing I'm making it like it's like a like a pasta bowl at a wedding. Like I just right, have like right. so much, and I'm sitting down. I could use like a fucking huge like ladle to eat it and shit. And like, <laughs> and you're like, oh man, did I just have 2,100 calories before bed? That might not be oat. So that this was my next question. What kind of milk you dropping in there? Big fan of the oat in cereal. Big fan of whole dairy milk as well. Obviously, the the classic. I've I'm like I've I've an adult who's like become you know nearly lactose intolerant. So it's sort of it's only oat milk is is what I can have when it comes to eating cereal or sort of like if I if I bake some cookies and want a cookie and have some milk, it has to be oat milk. We have regular milk on hand for the kid the kids, um, uh, and yeah, that's that's pretty much 
it. I have almond milk for like my protein smoothies, right? But like I'm I'm yeah. all in the plant milk, the plant milk game. I almost bought some like hemp milk, but I was sort of a little skeptical about that. I was like, I, don't I know bought what this is pistachio milk recently. It was like wildly expensive and not because uh, I put just a little bit of non like I put a little like keto creamer MCT oil in my coffee every morning so I can experiment on weird expensive milks because it'll last me fucking 20 cups of coffee. So I'm always like, oh, there's a new milk at the at the expensive grocery store by my house. Let me try it. And I take it home. I recently had malk, M-A-L-K, and then I recently had pecan milk. And it's all mm. they all don't taste like milk nor the nut that they're milked from so you get like zero out of both worlds you're like oh this is okay but there's nothing that makes me think this is pistachio milk it no, doesn't... You, you, get, you get you gotta tell me about mock because that that sounds like you know that i'm sure the simpsons where like they find that they're giving kids rat milk that sounds like <laughs> the name of the rat milk yeah well mock is really funny because uh it, it's like a it it looks like a fake like like set deck like someone greeked it like oh we can't have the word milk in the background so it's like just make that an a and it'll be milk and it's like milk is copyright so it really looks like and it's in a nondescript bottle uh and it's just like super simple but it does feel like it does feel sketchy it does feel like you're like uh, yes, no, I said uh, you can have that. It's, of course, milk. Did you say milk? Yes, milk. No, I feel like you're saying milk. It's like, no, 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 it's 100% milk. <laughs> you're like, oh, what is Have this a nice ice-cold glass of pure milk. <laughs> Excuse me? In the, That reminds me of Ernest Scared Stupid randomly. Uh, they have, uh, like, the clue to, the, to stop the trolls from killing them or whatever, and it's uh, uh, M-I- a letter missing and then K and anyone as a kid, it's a kid's movie, you know, it's like, it's milk. And then the, the gag is later on. It's like, well, good luck trying to attack us now that I have some good old fashioned Bavarian Miak. And it's like a weird, it's M I A K. And it's like, uh, I got it so wrong off that one. And that joke is just burned into my head, which is, that's a pretty good joke. Though. I got to share it with y'all now. Um, so what, has there been any uh, other truly egregious cereal, like the Krispy Kreme cereal? Did that? Did you have that? Did you try that? Was that? Good? I haven't tried it yet. So, so currently, currently on my shelf, like waiting to be tried, is a Krispy Kreme cereal and a um, something else, May, something something insane that I found. Um, maybe is it the? It's just M and M's in a bowl. You just add milk. Yeah. To <laughs> I don't know. Did I try the Cosmic Brownie cereal? All right. There's the Cosmic Brownie cereal, an oatmeal cream pie cereal, lots of these Wait, things. Wait, Cosmic Brownie as in those little snack cake brownies with the Yeah, those little snacks. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it should be like in like you know, weed and sold in Amsterdam, yeah. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly. But um no, it's it's just it's just based off the little Debbie snacks. I so the the, the Wait, the, I'm sorry. The, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you said then that little little Debbie makes an oatmeal cream pie cereal as well. Yes. Now is yeah. is that Jeanette is that designed in a lab to take specifically you down? I'd be careful. That seems like <laughs> right. genomic processing to design a cereal specifically for Jamel Bowie. So, you know, I thought that would be the case and then I had it and I, I they, they're still editing this video, but uh it's not good. It was it was not it was not a, a pleasant experience. Um that's how, the, that's so funny when you find something that you're like oh like you're you're like this is designed for me. 
I'm going to hate it. Like, you just know. Like, for me, that was when the movie Bright came out. I was like, oh, yeah. It's David Ayer, who I liked at the time. I was like, it's Will Smith, who's like one of my favorites. And it's like sort of D&D meets a cop drama. And I'm like, this is everything for old man Gabrus. And I put it on and I was like, yeah, I guess the collection of my personality is pretty whack. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, maybe I do have bad. Maybe it is designed for me. I just have bad taste. But right, this one, right, right. this yeah. one is not hitting. <laughs> um, I so the 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 worst cereal I ate, and the one the video that I'm pretty sure more people have seen than have ever read my New York Times column. Uh, <laughs> Is for this Korea South Korea only cereal called it's it's a green onion flavored checks. And the story behind this is actually kind of crazy. Back in the 2000s, um, Kellogg, which I guess distributes checks in South Korea, um, as opposed to General Mills, put out like a, a poll like, what would your what, what do you want the next flavor of checks to be? And they were like, you know. A collection of flavors, and I guess they put green onion on there because of you know local taste, but also to see what people are not gonna want. But it turns out that uh, the the people polled for this for like you know give us that green onion shit. We want that green onion checks, and Kellogg was like, absolutely not. We're not gonna do this. <laughs> um, so they they didn't. They kind of they they closed the poll. They made like a chocolate checks. They're like, we're not gonna produce green onion checks. And then two years ago. Uh, maybe a little earlier, based on just sort of production times, Kellogg was like, they ran this ad campaign that was like, we're sorry for rejecting your choice way back when. And so now we're actually going to produce the green onion checks. Oh, so my editor awesome. at Serious Eats, uh, his dad works for his editor for a big paper in South Korea, and they were able to grab get a box and ship it my way to Virginia. And my my hope, you know, the thing that made me a little optimistic was that I could imagine a, an, like a green onion flavored Chex being great in a Chex mix, assuming it was like very savory. But this was this is a cereal. This is a breakfast cereal. Yeah, I know. And Wait, so, you're saying the green onion Chex. In my head, I'm picturing I would love to eat them dry out of the bag. That sounds directly in my wheelhouse. But I'm I'm picturing pouring oat milk on green onion Chex, and it's not hitting in the same. And way. here's the thing: they aren't savory. It, they have like a sweet coating on them. Oh, and weird. so if it were just the green onion flavor, it might even be a little palatable, but sort of like this note of sweetness <laughs> made it made it one of the worst things. I can, I have, I'm having like a sense memory right now of what it tasted <laughs> like. Um, and so it was really gross, not redeeming dry. It, it, it smelled, it was like, it smelled like onion. It tasted sweet. It was just the weirdest combination Ooh. of like sense and flavors because um, I like uh, the sweet onion flavor. Going back to my sweet barbecue, my sweet like a sweet onion flavor, I, I I can get behind. But then throwing dairy on, and is that is that the weakness of breakfast cereal companies? Is like they're like it also should have sugar in it because that's what we know. And it's like that might be better without it potentially in a weird way. I think that's the thing, right? Sort of like what the the. Most breakfast cereals are so laden with sugar, and that's the point. That's sort of like there's only like there's a narrow range of flavors for which that works. And when you go outside of them, it kind of falls apart. But then there are the cereals like, you know, plain ass Cheerios, plain checks that people use them in, you know, mixes because like they don't really have they're not sweet. They don't have like a defined flavor. So they work really well in lots of other stuff. Like you can crunch up 
if you wanted to, I guess, you can crunch up corn checks and use them as the breading for something, and it would be oh, yeah. totally fine. Um, another thing I thought I might do with a green onion checks, but then I tasted it. I was like, I'm not even Yeah, the gonna- sweetness will fuck you up on that. It's unnecessary. Yeah. 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 I've done a, a frosted flake breaded uh, chicken once, chicken cutlet, which was pretty solid. Like uh, a, a blend of uh, breadcrumbs and frosted flakes. Kind okay. Of okay. Not, not yeah. all frosted flakes. Not. No. no, no. Not- <laughs> but it gave it like that chunky crispiness that kind of like what I was going for to look cool. Didn't taste great at all. I did a bad job overall. Like <laughs> I don't have a deep fryer. I'm doing it in like a pan with olive oil. I'm doing it like the Italian chicken cutlet presentation, but right, adding right, right. frosted flakes. And it's like, nope, no, there's a better way to do this. I just don't know what it is yet. It's like a batter situation, which I, I I should try again now. Uh, um, dry, dry cereal. Where do you fall on dry cereal? Cereal. Do you snack on dry cereal ever? Like, oh, oh, that was a thing I would convince myself I wanted when I was a kid, just to not have to like get a bowl, a spoon, and milk. You just like grab your cereal and take it. And it's always like by the second handful, you're like, I need like a glass of milk. <laughs> and it's like at that point, it's like, oh, just make a bowl of cereal, dude. All right. <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> No, some cereals work pretty well dry. There are the Quaker toasted oat squares or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, which are, I think they're actually like a better cereal dry. And the only cereal we buy for uh, our son to snack on are those because they're actually sort of like reasonably healthy, like no, not too much sugar or whatever. Yeah. But those they're are actually like the, really good dry. They're like the shredded wheats, right? Kind of, but yeah, not. Kind uh, of, but like not as like shredded weedy sort of they're very crunchy and they're small um and they don't like leave your mouth feeling dry they're actually like super good uh frost what was the half frosted shredded mini weeds right that's what they were called frosted mini weeds uh though that cereal was so wild to me when i was a kid like i couldn't like it felt like grown-up cereal maybe just because my mom liked that one but it did feel like a grown-up cereal and when you would have it you'd be like Am I cutting through cereal with my spoon? Am I needing to not eat one? Like every other cereal you have, it's like 11 letters at once when I'm eating my alphabets. But with f- shredded uh, frosted mini wheats, you're like, okay, I'll carve this corner off and <laughs> choke it down somehow. Wait, I, those are like, those are like, those are like the mini versions. Like in, in the UK, they sell, you know, I guess like it's like a shredded wheat cereal, but it's like, it's like just a block. It just comes like as like of- its serving size, right? You right, like right, put just- it in a bowl and start smashing it. <laughs> Which seems insane to me. Like, <laughs> it seems like a, a crazy way to eat food. But that would uh, be awesome but- if Cheerios came and it was just one big O and you had to like break it up with a hammer in your bowl. <laughs> it's like maybe I'm lazy. Maybe the UK is a degenerate country. I don't <laughs> right, know right, what. I don't, yeah. I don't know which is which. I could be either. It could be a little from column A, a little from column B. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not gonna sit here and say it was. <laughs> now let, let's just go future of cereal. Let's brainstorm a little bit future of cereal or flavor profiles you'd like to see in cereal. Uh, the uh, Magic Spoon does a maple waffle uh, cereal, which I, I really enjoy. And I found that even I feel like there was a French toast uh, crunch spinoff of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And there then was. All, yeah. And like those those always hit for me because it's like the same. It's like a little cinnamony. Maybe it goes a little sweeter or a little like battery flavor. Not like battery, like nine volt batter dash watt battery. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that battery acid flavor that people yeah, love. It's got that, you know, when you put a nine volt battery on your tongue and it just shocks you, it's got that <laughs> feeling, which is what I look for in a cereal. <laughs> uh, 
what where do you think if you could like design like oh kellogg's called you up it's like jamel we love your uh serial reviews we, we want to make a jamel we want to make buoyos like what, right, what do you want to what do you or uh unless you've already got shit uh planned but like what what kind of flavor profile would you try to design for yourself so I mean, honestly, I would just ask to bring back something and just like plaster my face on it, um, Ooh, which like is it. the um, the Rice Krispie Treat cereal from like the late 90s. I remember um, not ever really digging Rice Krispies, but getting it all the time. And then when Rice Krispie Treat cereal came out, you're like, why does Rice Krispies exist? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This, this like, is like, obviously I don't need superior. that anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've evolved. We got that. We're now Charizard of cereal. We don't need anything else. <laughs> um, but if I had to design a flavor for myself. I think, I mean, I think I would lean into, you know, we, we're, the, I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I love cinnamon cereals. So I would like lean to something sort of like, like a horchata cereal, right? Sort of something that's maybe a little, a little more, you know, uh, vanilla and like rice forward than the cinnamon, sort of like balance Ooh, out the, I like balance this. out the, uh, the, the flavors a little more, not as cinnamon forward, but, but something along those lines. Um, I also like peanut butter cereals, so I, you know, I, uh, I would I, be the Reese's preferred. peanut butter puffs was a low key favorite of mine, for, and the and I, I, me, I think I mentioned it as a reference, but the peanut butter Captain Crunch was also yeah. always a, a big fan of that. There's peanut butter and chocolate Cheerios, which are pretty good. I, I am, I'm, I'm a big fan of all the Cheerio varieties because they, like, they all have that basic Cheerio taste, and that works well with a lot of different flavors. I tried. For the for the series, some banana nut Cheerios, which were like ci- like a cinnamon, light cinnamon, heavy banana flavor, but like really good. Dude, that's I didn't even know that existed because that was gonna be my wheelhouse pitch. Was like uh like the raisin bran uh c- equivalent of like banana bran, like I guess banana yeah, bread yeah. cereal more or less. So like maybe some nutty flavor, some like dried banana pieces that get a little rehydrated with some milk and and some sort of I couldn't imagine what the the grain element would be, but you saying a little cinnamon, I think that might be cin- I was thinking vanilla e based on but cinnamony might be the move too, like a cinnamony banana Banana nut flavored cereal. I feel like that that that's a we, that's a wheelhouse of mine that I, I I'd like to investigate uh, cereal wise. If I were Pan- designing peanut butter a cereal banana, for- ooh, peanut butter and banana maybe somehow like that's that a, can work a, a fluffer nutter cereal. Uh, that that would be good. Like peanut butter, sort of like a like a like a light banana flavor, like not too heavy, and then sort of like marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, did we get into your stash already? We're just like pitching soon. We're like, and then right. you add marshmallows, man. <laughs> uh, you know what flavor profile is everywhere in sweets, but I haven't seen it perfected in cereal is like cookies and cream. Like uh, like that, that like sort of, it's not fully, like I was talking to my wife about this. I love cookies and cream, ice cream and cookies and cream flavored like some edibles come cookies and cream. Like I get this cookies and cream rice crispy treat thing that I love. Uh but I don't really love Oreos. And she's like that's so weird. But I'm like I think Chris I think the that, like it's a dis- it's a distillation the cookies and cream. It's not exactly Oreos and milk or Oreos and ice cream. So I was wondering if there's a way uh again uh 
Magic Spoon does have a cookies and cream cereal, but I'm curious about one of these, uh, you know, sugar junk providers. <laughs> I'm curious about their version of a cookies and cream ice cream where I'm eating like a bowl of frosting, more or less. Uh, I think there's a I think there's a Dippin' Dots cookies and cream ice cream. <laughs> uh, that my like master right list of like shit to eat. This is this is on it. The Dippin' Dots cereal. Oh hell yeah! Um, just a light. A light Google lets me know that there is Oreo O's, <laughs> which is something I never thought of, uh, and uh, Kellogg's Cookies and Cream Rice Krispies. But Oreo O's seems like a great name for a cereal. It's sitting right there. Ooh, I'm going to ruin my fucking teeth on a bowl of Oreo O's this week. Yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. There's um there's a variation called Extreme Cream Taste Oreo O's. <laughs> Don't search that though. If on, on <laughs> yeah, you're gonna that, you're gonna be that, let that, down. Um... <laughs> or you're not gonna be let down, but you're gonna be misguided. <laughs> <laughs> a I, I'm going off, to my fancy knockoff uh, cum flavored cereal. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> it's like this ain't your daddy's cum cereal. What? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to my fancy grocery store later to pick up some keto creamer, and now I'm also going to check their aisles for Oreo O's and and be like, well, this was a disgusting addition to my life here. <laughs> um, Jamel, thank you so much for coming on High and Mighty and lending an air of credibility to this fucking bullshit. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're like in all these write ups of like, I, I'm like this weird Joe Rogan figure of like polarizing uh, point of view. Is <laughs> John, John Gabers claims he wants to assassinate Bernard Sanders on, and it's like Jamel, Jamel is now implicated. It's like, Jesus, right. leave the guy out of this. He just came on to talk cereal. I didn't know the guy was an American dissident. <laughs> Uh, no, my 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 pleasure. Um, I, I enjoy uh, being the the one times columnist who is primarily known for everything other than his work. So yeah, I know. Is... I'm like, hey, if you want, I'm like, I, hey, I love your work. Do you want to come on and talk about cereal? You're like, you do. Oh, so you love my work, huh? Okay, pal. <laughs> <laughs> but for my listeners, for the uh, for the shitheads out there, where else can uh, they find you? You'll be tagged in like any of the social media. But if you want to share your uh, social meds and any of that. Sure. I, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Jay Bowie. I tweet very rarely about politics. Lately, I have been watching. I watched like all the Friday the 13th movies before that, all the Freddy movies. I'm about to start on the Halloween movies. So I've been t- tweeting a lot about how this shit has rotted my brain. Um, it's a, that's uh, a lot of you're, you're talking about like you're you're over like 20 hours of content of just. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, of yeah. Like no, poorly just, made murder movies. Uh in the At Freddy a certain Bert- point with those, fr- those Friday movies too, you're just like, okay, I get it, I get it. You hate sexy teens, just like let's yeah. let's find some other angle. I gotta say, in the world of Fre- in the eternal debate of Freddy versus Jason, I fall directly. Line me up at Elm Street. I'm a Freddy man myself. Oh yeah, I love the psychological element of Freddy. That like the kind of it blows out the world of just not just machetes and stuff. We get to be in people and Dream Warriors, of course, is one of my favorite. Uh, Elm Streets of all time, because it's Jason, D, it's D and D as a movie. You're like, yes, we can do super. <laughs> We're a party of people. We'll be able to stop Freddy. It, it, like worked on me so well. No, J- Jason. Jason is just boring. Sort of like a case like a hulking zombie who kills people. Like whatever. The, the there aren't really any good Jason movies, but at least the interesting ones are either sort of visually interesting, like Part Six, where Jason is like 
sneaking around killing teens like he's fucking solid snake or <laughs> um they're really high concept like jason x i really like because that's that's the jason in space and they just run with the concept but otherwise not a great well, series. The, the fr- all the freddy movies are fun like even the yes. bad ones are just like really they have like there are moments that are really inventive and a lot of fun so i just enjoyed watching them um, yeah, they have like the bigger through. swings in them, I guess, which is like, you know, maybe they have bigger misses, but at least at the same time, you get some get some thrilling at bats. Uh, um, so that's my that's my Twitter. So if you follow my Twitter, it's just going to be bullshit. <laughs> and uh, I'm on Instagram also uh, at Jay Bowie. And then you can find me at the New York Times and at Serious Seats. And uh, that's it. That's it for now. Uh I'm in some books that are coming out, but those are boring, so don't worry about it. Oh, but buy them. Buy books, people. (laughs) Keep books alive, please. Uh, Follow Jamel on... uh, He's tagged in his show notes, and some of his stuff is there, so click on that. Uh, I'm at Gabrus on all social media. You can uh, listen to me uh, talk about action movies for longer than their runtimes at actionboys.biz, the Patreon podcast I host with two buds. Every Monday night on the Spotify Green Room app, I host Movie Buff, a live uh, radio show uh, where you can call in and talk to me and listen to yourself about talking about uh, whatever big movie came out that week. And the Gino Lombardo show, of course, is on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code Gino to listen to all three seasons. You get... Uh, in a few weeks, all 10 episodes of season three will be out. That might be a good time to join, listen to all 30 episodes, and bail before they charge you. Uh, that's probably not what they want me saying to you, but that's a good <laughs> way to listen to 30 episodes of my podcast for free. Bye, shitheads! That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. (laughs) It's it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. (laughs) Now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. (laughs) It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. There's a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Geno What? I don't hate him, but I've been in a room. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.